Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. As the capital of China, Beijing was where the money and power was found. If you wanted to make money, the place to be was Beijing. If you were a bodyguard or a martial artist, this was the place where you could find the richest, wealthiest people and the biggest contracts as an escort or bodyguard. So everyone wanted to work in Beijing. However, the martial artists and companies that provided these services in Beijing were very protective, and it was not easy to earn a place amongst those companies. Baguazong was regarded as one of the premier martial arts of the 19th century in Beijing, and it earned this reputation the old-fashioned way. In this story, I'm going to discuss the origins of Baguazong and the training of its original founder, Deng Haichuan. The founding of the art of Baguazong is considered to be somewhat mysterious, and many people debate whether Deng Haichuan created the art himself, which is the prevailing opinion at this time, or whether he learned it from Taoists in the mountains. As I was searching for the truth of Baguazong, I was looking for original sources like Sen, the people deep on the inside who were connected to the real history and traditions of Baguazong. And the story that I'm going to tell you is Sen's personal interpretation and story of how Baguazong was created. The Baguazong course will be made available to all of our currently enrolled students. If you're a member of the public and you're interested in learning Baguazong from me in this course but not, have not yet registered as one of our students, please reach out. Send us an email. Give us a shout on the telephone. I know it's old-fashioned, but it does work. Or somehow connect to us and we will be happy to get you involved. Check the show notes for links and details. Now I will continue the story of Dong Hai Chuan's life, learning Baguazong, and how he became famous in the martial arts world. After leaving his teacher deep in the mountains, Dong Hai Chuan wandered for a while, observing nature, the world, meeting people trying to find where he should go and what he should do. Well, he was curious, and this time he decided to return to Beijing. But when he came into Beijing, instead of approaching the city as a martial artist, he decided to come in and learn his way around Beijing first and not be a martial artist. Just get a job, see how things laid in Beijing and where he could fit in. Well, it turned out that his Baguazong training of walking in circles with the various gestures and arm motions that he'd learned perfectly prepared him 
to become a waiter. So he became a waiter and fairly quickly he became very good at being a waiter. And this allowed him to become a waiter at the Imperial Palace. That's where the money was. And that's where you wanted to be for any kind of job. So Deng Haichuan went to the Imperial Palace to work as a waiter. For the most part, it was fairly boring. But one day, the prince held a huge feast. And he invited everyone, countless guests, all to the palace. The banquet hall was so filled with people standing and chatting that the waiters could barely move around the room. But they had to, and they had to keep serving tea and snacks and taking away the old plates and cups and helping people. As he was doing this, Deng Haichuan was using some rather dexterous and coordinated movements with his arms. And he was very, very flexible with his shoulders and upper body. And he was able to step very cleanly and precisely because of all of his practice. This allowed him to easily gather up all the cups and replace everybody's tea. So as he was being a waiter at this huge banquet, the prince with his observing eyes saw Deng Haichuan's movements and knew that he must have hidden martial skills. So the prince called over Deng Haichuan, even though he was just a waiter, asked him, you look like you might have some martial arts skills, which you're hiding. I can tell by the way that you're moving. Deng Haichuan didn't want to draw too much attention to himself, but he also couldn't lie to the prince. So he said, well, I have learned a little bit, which is a very correct and proper response. So the prince said, well, I think you might have learned more than a little bit. I would like to see how your skills, which look rather unusual to me, would match against one of my top bodyguards, Yang Luchan. Yang Luchan was the founder of the Yang style of Tai Chi and was so famous for his martial skills, he had the name Yang the Invincible because he had never lost a match. He was the head of the Imperial Palace bodyguards and the bodyguard to the Empress herself, the Prince's mother. And Yang Luchan was also in charge of training many of the Imperial bodyguards. So this was a very formidable test that the Prince was giving Deng Haichuan to fight Yang the Invincible. Now, it was very improper to have two servants fight one another, so they decided to make it a test of skill rather than an actual fight. So what they did was they had each of the two fighters, Deng Haichuan and Yang Luchan, put on black suits, and then they coated their hands with white chalk. And as the match began, Deng Haichuan twisted and turned very, very quickly while the Tai Chi master had his steps, his moves, shifting his weight, reaching. It was incredibly fast. No one watching could really see what was happening, see who was winning. It was just too fast. And then when they got done, they decided to count the handprints. So looking all over the black costumes, which were covered with handprints now, they discovered that Deng Haichuan had a single handprint more 
on his outfit than Yang Luchan did. So this meant that Deng Haichan had lost by a single palm over Yang Luchan, who was known as the head of the guards and Yang the Invincible. So this is the story of how Deng Haichan and Yang Luchan met and compared their skills in Tai Chi and Bhagwat Song, with Tai Chi gaining only a tiny hair over the Bhagwat Song. After this match, the prince realized that he was right about Deng Haichan's incredible martial arts skills and hired him to be one of his top security guards. I remember when Zhang Wasen was telling us this story, and there was a small crowd gathered around him, all of us that had been studying together with Zhang on that trip. Zhang is so animated and gestured and partially acted out this whole story that when he finished, we all just clapped and encouraged him, and it was really great. And then Zhang looked at everyone and said, isn't that a great story? And we all clapped some more and said, yes, yes, it will. Oh, it's a really good story. And then Zhang looked at us and winked and said, too bad it's not a true story. And at that point, we yelled and laughed even harder. It was so funny. Zhang had gotten us all. I don't think that Zhang made that story up. I forget which disciple it was, but one of Deng Haichuan's earlier disciples or one of maybe the second generation of disciples was very good at storytelling and created all sorts of stories that everyone just loved. And storytelling in old China was really a pastime in a way that you could find some entertainment. So he would regale all the martial artists with these stories of Deng Haichuan and Bhagwatsong and these various things. So one of the big questions was where did Deng Haichuan learn Bhagwatsong from? So a lot of people were speculating about this. Who was Deng Haichuan's hidden teacher? Did Deng Haichuan create Bhagwatsong or did he learn a hidden Taoist tradition? So this was a very big question in people's minds. So to answer this question, there was a story that the storyteller told. So when people asked him, well, who was Deng Haichuan's teacher? He said, well, this is a very difficult question to answer. And after a long time and a great deal of travel in the mountains and a great deal of hardship and expense visiting old monasteries and temples that people have forgotten about, I was actually able to find his two teachers. There were two Taoists that taught Deng Hai Chan Bhagwat Song. Their names were, if the way is clear, was the name of the first Taoist, and the name of the second Taoist was, why ask questions? So the moral of this story was, if Deng Hai Chan is already teaching you how to beat all the other martial artists in Beijing, and you're learning an exceptionally powerful and unique martial art, why do you care where it came from so much? Just be happy with the excellent lessons that you're getting. As I mentioned before, Zheng Wasen was famous for playing the role of the Monkey King for decades in the Beijing Opera. And his story about the founding 
of the art of Bhagwat song and the life story of Dung Hai Tran is just the kind of monkey king antics that we would expect from Beijing opera's greatest monkey king. To find out more about the monkey king and the kung fu of the monkey, you can take our Kung Fu Animal Power Monkey Course. This is a fun course that teaches you monkey movements, gives you a great workout each week, and we'll be launching a new cohort of students starting all at the same time with a fun leader in a great setting in a new tea room in our tea house. Looking forward to seeing you there. We're making rapid progress building our new tea house for everybody to come in, learn, and hang out together. And we're putting together a couple of important pieces that will, I think, make it really work for everyone. So we're setting up different courses on topics that people are very interested in learning right now. And we're going to have a leader who will be supportive, and we're going to set this up as a cohort. So the idea behind a cohort is that we're going to get a group together. It could be a smaller or a larger group, but we're going to put together some small groups on some specific topics. And I'm producing with Rachel a whole series of lessons. And we will be releasing the lessons each week. And then everyone starting together will try to keep together and encourage one another to get out and practice. So even if you're practicing at different times and different locations during the day, you can still use the tea house and your little tea room for your course to check in with one another, support one another, encourage one another. The first tea room that we're setting up is going to be for a Bogwitz on course, and it will include a number of new lectures that I've got. I'm going into a lot of the theory the details of how to perform each exercise, why you want to do them that way to achieve a specific benefit for a specific purpose. And I'm looking at this art both from its incredibly deep therapeutic and meditative side and from its powerful martial arts side. So I think everyone is going to find something new and interesting in our first tea room course on Bhagwat Song. Thank you for listening. Please be careful and take appropriate actions and plan what you need to do. And until our next podcast, keep moving, stay well, and be happy. Thank you for joining me and listening in. Please remember to subscribe and share. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdom.com modernhealth.com